Hey, my name is Chelsea and I'm a time management and productivity coach. My goal is to help you go from overwhelmed to under control without a strict schedule or a bunch of productivity hacks. Each week, we'll talk about productivity mindset, actionable advice, my favorite resources, and you'll hear from guests just like you who are maximizing their limited resources. If you're anything like me, you're listening to this on the go, so check out the show notes and follow me on Instagram at Chelsea N Coaching to learn more. Okay, let's get to this week's episode. Hi, everyone. Today, I am so excited to introduce Mara. She is a former teacher of nine years who left her teaching career and launched her own virtual assisting business. In just six months, she was able to grow her VA business into a six-figure blogging company and is now a business coach for ambitious women. Her belief is that foundations are the key to having a successful business that is set up for long-term success. And that belief in foundations is what I am so excited to talk about today. So thank you so much for joining us, Mara. It's so nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Well, I'd love to hear a little bit about your journey and your story about how you started your business in your own words. Yeah. So basically I, I was a teacher for nine years. I was a high school teacher. I taught economics and U.S. history, and I never thought I would leave. Like, honestly, teaching was my passion. I loved it. And even to this day, I cannot believe that I'm not going back like next year, but I had my daughter in February, 2021. And I just was staying home with her during maternity leave and then summer. And even then I thought I'm going to go back to teaching. And when I stepped foot into the doors in in the fall, I just knew my heart wasn't in anymore. As soon as I walked in the doors, I just kind of looked and I was like, what am I doing here? I'm meant to be with my baby. And so I knew I had to do something. So I wanted to work from home. Now my husband was like, just stay home. You don't have to work, but I wanted to keep my brain busy. I'm that kind of person. I like to be doing something. So I started Googling like ways I could work from home. I started to like look up like guns and I started to, I looked up crossing guards. I was like, maybe I can go be a crossing guard in the mornings and in the, in, when the school lets out and in between I can stay home with my daughter. So like, I was like desperate to find something. And then I was on TikTok and I saw like somebody dancing and talked about virtual assisting. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Maybe I'll do that. And you know, I'm like that kind of person that when I have an idea in my head, I'm just going to do it. So literally like I walked upstairs from watching the TikTok and I said to my husband, I think I'm going to start my own business. And he just was like, okay. And then I haven't looked back since now I have two businesses. I quit my teaching job and now I have a blogging company and I'm a business coach for ambitious women. I think my husband is shocked that like my little spur of the moment idea kind of worked out and here we are. And I, I love it. And It's just nice because now I'm able to use my passions of teaching in a different form. And I realized that I never really left teaching after all. I left the physical building, but I am still teaching in my own way through an online space. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. What a great story. And I love the the image of you Googling ideas of what to do, because (laughs) I feel like as as business owner, that is, I've definitely done that, right? Like ways just just any attempt to find something to keep my brain busy, to make a little bit of extra income and desperation. um, Yeah, desperation. (laughs) If you know me, picturing me as a crossing guard is just a, it's a joke. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you you landed in the place you did. Feels like a better fit there. But I'd love to talk a little bit more about your, you you mentioned ambitious women as your target audience there, but tell me a little bit more about your ideal clients or some of the clients you're working with right now, what their niches or what they're working on. Yeah. So 
what's nice I really like working with ambitious women. I, for a while, was only working with moms. And then I realized that there's so many other people who had the same per- the same traits I was looking for other than moms. And that is women who are trying to make a business from the ground up. And maybe they weren't business owners before. Maybe they don't know how to really structure business, but they're ambitious. They know what they want. They know they want to go after that. They're go-getters and they just need a little bit of help to get them from basically what they have in their mind. They need help getting there. And so I like to work with those women because they have ideas and they want to move on them quickly. Like myself, when I said, I was like, I'm going to start my own business. And I did the next day, those kind of women, the go-getters who are like, I have an idea. I want to run with it. And I just want somebody to talk it through and just help me get to where I want to be. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I love that. When you're working with new business owners, it sounds like, right? People are just getting started who are ready to work. And I feel like that is such an exciting, but also kind of a scary place, right? Because then you're, you're overwhelmed because there's so many things to do, but you don't even really know mm-hmm. what to do or how to prioritize it. So could you walk us through how you help these new business owners identify the priorities in their business? Absolutely. So I really focus on the foundations in business. That's my main belief. It really helps people focus on what they need to get done in their business and give let them put priorities somewhere. So the foundations are mindset, community, So community off of social media and helping you have a lead gen strategy offers as in making sure you have one really strong offer and then funnels as well, a marketing strategy. So that way you're not just posting and crossing your fingers that something's going to work and then brand awareness. So making sure that you have a strong brand, a strong voice with your brand and knowing that brand is outside of just colors. And by focusing on those foundations, it really helps those new business owners not get overwhelmed with the process because there's so much you need to do in a business and there's so much different advice. And everybody's telling you like, you need to do this, you need to do that. But I found that if you really focus on those solid foundations and one at a time, it can really help you grow a business that's set up for long-term success. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. And I, I jotted down because as a business owner, we want to be thinking about our business in these, in these foundations, right. In these kind of buckets and making mm-hmm. sure that we're taking care of, of each of them. Because when you, when you don't, that's when you start start feeling that little bit of burnout, right? Because you're focusing all your effort into one spot and these other really important things are not getting the attention that they deserve or you're you know, starting to see that imbalance there. So when you're thinking about mindset and you're working through that piece of it, because I love talking about mindset. It's something I'm trying, <laughs> trying to learn myself. It's, it's definitely one of the, my bigger challenges. So how have you changed your mindset as you transition from being a teacher into being a business owner. And what was that journey like for you? Well, first mindset, one thing people need to understand is it's always an ongoing battle. You know, like Mm -hmm. it's always, you have to keep on improving your mindset. It's not like something that you can say, oh, I'm going to fix my mindset. And then in a month, everything's fixed. And then you can move on to the next thing. (laughs) Mindset is something you have to constantly work on. And even when you are an established business owner, like myself and a coach, you still struggle with things like imposter syndrome. You still struggle with burnout. And so I've really focused on different, what I found helped me is I focused on self-care and mm-hmm. different techniques that help me with that self-care. So I learned that very quickly when I left teaching, 
that doing what I did in teaching was not going to work. So as a teacher, I basically was working 24 seven. I would go into the classroom at 6 a.m. I would teach my student. Yeah, it was early morning. I would teach my students. And then I was always on the clock. If a student emailed me or a parent emailed me after three o'clock, I would answer them. I remember one day it was like 3 a.m. And a student messaged me and I didn't answer right away. And like, they came into school at six and like, you didn't answer me. And it was just one of those things as a teacher that um, you were just, even though it wasn't in the contract, you were kind of expected to always be on the clock. And so when I started my business, I was doing the same thing. I was always on the clock. If I got an email, I would answer it. I would always be sitting there trying to work. And so that was one of the biggest mindset changes was I had to find a way to take care of myself and realize that that's part of the reason why I left teaching was I wanted to spend time with my family and remember like, why did I start this business? And so now some of my best techniques to kind of make sure I take care of myself is I always go for a walk every single day. I go for a five mile walk, which sounds insane, but it clears my head and it gives me a chance to kind of focus on something that I like to do. And it gets a workout in. Which yeah. I- that's great. I also do journal prompts every single, every single night. I'm actually working on setting up like a journal prompt for 365 days that I'm going to be putting out there, but it really helps every single night to just give myself 15 minutes of just me. Even if my child's screaming upstairs, I'm like, husband, you got this. You let me do my journal prompt. And I like to journal using a prompt, something that's all my mind and just kind of you know, get myself refocused on me and not just my business. So those are the main things I like to do, but also realizing that if I start to battle imposter syndrome, I, so what I love to do, and this is my little tip that I give my students is every single week, I journal something that went well in my business and where I am right now. So when I start to battle that imposter syndrome, I can take out my journal and look at where I was even a month ago and be like, oh, wow, look how much I've grown in this month. And that has really helped me because you realize even with, you know, even if you're not getting clients at that moment that you've grown significantly, the little steps lead up. So that really helps me as well. That's great. One of my goals for this year was to start tracking that kind of information as well. And I probably should take that advice and journal in a little bit more celebratory way because I have a very, (laughs) which matches my personality, a very kind of analytical approach. So I, at the beginning and end of week, track different metrics in my business, but it is such a confident boost to look back and see like, okay, well, you know, maybe my Instagram only grew by two followers. It's such a vanity metrics, but I'm still 200 more ahead of where I was you know, two months ago, being able to see that, that kind of progress and change and what that translates to in real goals, right. And and kind of moving you towards your goals. So exactly. It's one of those things, like if you're having a slump, like the summer slump of sales Mm -hmm. kind of thing, where you might say, Oh, I haven't gotten a new client in a month. If you look back at where you were six months ago, maybe you didn't have any clients and now you have five on your plate, right? And those are five people who chose you and their journey. And I like to celebrate those and just remember when you're feeling down, like, yes, obviously money's important, but there's other things other than money. It's the celebration that people are trusting you and that you're growing and that you are part of their journey. Yeah. And it's, it's just an opportunity to figure out what's going well and what is it, right? Like it's also just such a great learning moment and you can step back and say like, okay, well, what did I do this month that was 
different that worked well or didn't. I actually had a great conversation with another podcast guest about being new in business and how scary it is to start putting stuff out there. And you've been awesome. I love following your social media, but I remember you talking about that you were just going to be yourself and you're just going to go for it and not put this kind of pressure on yourself because that's so hard when you're starting to overthink it, you know, and you put a lot of strategy around it. It feels really rigid. Absolutely. And I'm sure I'm not for everybody, you know, but that's my, that's my plan is the people who I'm meant for, they're going to find me because I'm being myself. Mm -hmm. They're going to connect with me and it'll make my job overall easier. It'd be easier to connect with them and help their business grow because they already know my personality and they like me for my quirks. They like me for my, I don't ever like, you know, close my mouth. I'm always talking (laughs) and they enjoy that. And so when they work with me, they know what they're going to get kind of thing. It doesn't come as like a shock. Yeah, absolutely. It's, that's a, such a good reminder too, because I, like when we all start to, you start looking at what everybody else is doing and fall into that kind of comparison trap. But I think one of the things we talk about a lot is that you only, you can do what the way, what you do, the way you do it. Right. Right. So sure. There are other business coaches, there's other productivity coaches, but the people who find us want the personality that we bring to it, about the structure we bring to it, want want it to be us. And so that's really reassuring. Exactly. That's what makes you step. That's what makes you be apart from everybody else. Cause there's so many different, like, you know, social media managers, virtual assistants. And that's what I tell my students is what sets you apart. You have to figure that out. And what always sets you apart is your personality. You always bring something different to the plate because nobody, somebody can copy your strategy. Somebody can copy everything in your business, but they can't copy you and they can't copy your personality. And Mm -hmm. that's what makes those sales. That's what people want to see is the authentic you. Yeah. Oh, so good. So good. I want to change gears a little bit because what Mm -hmm. I love talking about on this podcast is how people are structuring their day and having their own version of time management and productivity. And I'd like to remind people that there's no right or wrong approach as long as it's working for you. So can you take us behind the scenes to what a typical day or week in your life and your business looks like? Absolutely. So first of all, my days are very, very chaotic, but like you said, there's no right or wrong way to have business. (laughs) So basically I work mostly in my, in the evenings because I do not have childcare and I have a 17 month old daughter at home at the moment. So my husband goes to work and me and my daughter, we wake up, um, literally we're very structured with our day. So this is a typical week and day in my life. So we wake up at probably around 9am, which very blessed that my daughter wakes up so late. And then we always go to Starbucks and I get my <laughs> mocha cookie crumble frappuccino. She gets a butter croissant and we listen to some music while we go home. Then we go home and we go for a walk. So that's my self-care time is I always go for my walk five miles. And it's a nice time for my daughter to enjoy the outdoors and for me to refresh my mind and clear my mind before the work day. And then we, we kind of go home and we just, I just enjoy her company. I play with her. We go outside, we watch TV and it's really important for me during that time. I could get some work done. I could open up my computer, but I really try not to, because I try to remember that's why I started my business, right? Mm -hmm. That's my why is to spend that time with my daughter. And so I try to really give her intentional time. 
And my husband comes home from work, we have dinner, and that's my workday start. So I actually don't start my workday until about 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's when I finally open up my computer. Everybody else is posting on social media, done for the day. And I start posting work for the day. And that's when I really start my work day. And I usually work from about 6 p.m. to about 10.30 p.m., I would say, sitting down, doing what needs to be done in my business. I have meetings. I check my emails. And that's how I get everything done. And I find that really scheduling for priorities is what makes it work. Because 6 to 10, being a business owner, I have two businesses. That's not a lot of time to get a lot of work done. So I have to really be cautious and intentional with my time. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a great schedule. You prove that it works well for moms, but also that's similar to if you were still at a full-time job, right? Like that's, mm-hmm. that's how people have to make it work. And, and as you mentioned, finding what those priorities are so that you can really use those for hours, you know, however much time you get, like really efficiently and effectively, right? Like, you know what you're going to do, you're going to get it done, have your client meetings, do everything you got to do in that short amount of time. Exactly. Exactly. And where does flexibility show up in your schedule, especially as a mom and dealing with client meetings? Cause you gotta be, you gotta be flexible when you're working with humans. (laughs) Absolutely. So I think that all kind of comes down to one, being yourself on social media, being upfront, being honest. Cause I always tell everybody who wants to work with me that my family will always come first. If, if something were to come up with my daughter, like if she's sick or she needs to go to the doctor (laughs) that I need to do that. And the flexibility part, I always, in my business, I always have my, my coaching calls on Monday in the evenings with my students. But other than that, I really kind of structure my week. I make a list of what is urgent, what's important and what can wait. And I make sure what's urgent gets scheduled in the very beginning of my weeks. And the reason why I do that is if something were to come up with my daughter or with my family, then I know I can push that off until the next day. I know I can be flexible. Um, So the flexibility part, I always make sure I get my coaching call in regardless of what's going on. But the rest of my week is really structured in a way that I know what my priorities are. And when I sit down on my computer, when I have those four hours, my urgent things get done the very first thing. So that way at the rest of my week is kind of like a shit show, which it usually is. We're going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's so good. I, I love that approach because you're exactly right. It just lets you fall back too, right? So like whenever something comes up, you have to deal with something, you have to reschedule, you're able to jump back in so fast because you know what you got to work on. And that's, that's such a great approach without being super rigid. Cause that's how like, it gets really, really stressful. <laughs> I have a whiteboard here. If I could show you, I would, but I, I literally have my two businesses blogging and coaching and I have written down in red what's urgent, which is very like, I need to change the color because red is like, do it now. Stresses me out a little bit, it's but I have yeah. in red what's urgent, what needs to get done. So when I sit down at my computer and I find myself with time and my child's not screaming and my husband's not like trying to cook and burning the house down and the dog's not barking, I can look up, I can see what's urgent and I can get that done. And I have kind of a different color coordination. That's the teacher in me. It's color coordinated. 
So it's very visual for me. And then I, I can just erase when something's done. It's very satisfying. And I'm looking at my board and it's all green and green is can wait. And that's a Ooh, nice feeling going into the next you. week. Yes. <laughs> About how often are you that list? Is it ongoing or do you kind of reset it every week? It's an on so it's an ongoing list. I I always just add on to it if something comes up. That being said, I will say each week I kind of try to focus on the urgent things. Like I don't want something that was urgent to go into the next week. So it's an ongoing list, but I always like start from the top and erase down. Great. I love that. What are some of your productivity distractions or like what could get you derailed a little bit? (laughs) Well. One is my daughter. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Like literally she, I think it's part of being a mom. If there's the moms out there listening, you know, like when you hear like your child cry immediately, like your mom senses will go off. Like there was one day I was on a coaching call. My husband took her on a walk and she started to cry outside and I could hear her. And like, I was like, hang on. And I went outside and he's like, how did you even hear that? Like what? So my daughter can definitely derail me, but also this is kind of a random one, big Big Brother, CBS Big Brother. I love Love Big Brother and it comes on right in the middle of my workday. It comes on at 8 p.m. and it's three days a week. So like it's, that's commitment to have to watch it. It's commitment, (laughs) but that, that derails me as well. But also, you know, the things that come up like sicknesses and being super tired or feeling burnout. I think that's something important to talk about as well is- If there's going to be days that as a new business owner, you sit down at your computer and you just feel tired and you feel like you're just not in the mindset to get work done. That's a sign that burnout's coming. And those are one of the things that you need to take a step back and say, maybe I need to take tonight off and my list can wait until tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And burnout is becoming like a little bit overused in some places, you know, but the reality is it's when it's what happens when there's more work than there are resources. And so it's also to making sure that you're taking that step back to say like your color coded list, right? Like what do I actually have to get done? And what am I just adding on my plate right now that can wait? You know, what am I just adding on my plate? Because I want to try all these new things, which is great. And I love that. But you know, when you start to feel that extra weight, that tiredness, that exhaustion hit, It's really just being really critical about what do I actually have to get done at this time? And I think that's a good point that you made. Like, what do I need to get done? Because I think especially being a coach with somebody who works with ambitious women, that's something that always comes (laughs) up as people, you always have the next idea and you're like, oh, I need to do this. I need to do that. And so the visualization of writing it down on something color coordinated really helps me because like you said, I can take a step back. I can look at my list and say, all right, the only thing I need to get done is to check my email. Everything else can wait. So I think maybe I should take a step back and not just go for it and relax and we'll go for it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And having that trust in yourself that it'll probably be different tomorrow, right? You're going to have more. It usually is. Yeah, it usually is. Exactly, exactly. Well, Mara, I'm really excited too because next week we're going to be teaching a webinar and covering a lot of these topics in much more detail. Do you want to tell folks about the topic of that training? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm really excited because me and you, we felt like being a business owner can be hard. There's no secret about that. And 
it would be really nice if somebody could tell us how to structure our days to really focus on having a business that is set up for success. And so I'm really excited because we're going to basically be talking about different actionable steps. We're going to be giving people steps they can implement right now into really improving your productivity in business. So we're going to be talking about those foundations in business, the mindset that goes into it, what you, what you can really focus on in business to make sure you can set it up and you can take steps that are going to help you propel yourself forward to where you want to be. And I'm super, super excited about it. I'm very excited to also hear you talking about how you can schedule some priorities with intention, because that's something that I definitely could use some tips on. And I saw you're going to be talking about that. So I'm excited. Yeah, I know. I love talking about having like your ideal day. So structuring your day around your energy levels, around your priorities and, and thinking long-term too. What's your ideal day now, but what does your ideal day look like in a year from now and five years from now, right? How do you want your business to grow and change so that you can, or what needs to grow and change in your business so that you can live that ideal day? Which I always like to always put the caveat on too, that my ideal day typically does include some kind of work. So if your ideal day does, is like just laying on a beach all day, you know, that's a kind of a different conversation. You know, your ideal day as a business owner, I guess there is a great way to say it. But yeah, I think between your focus on business and foundations and business mindset of being a new entrepreneur around some of the productivity mindset and being busy versus productive and what does that really mean? I think it's going to be really actionable and valuable. For the I agree. I'm very excited. I'm very, very excited about it. Yeah, so that's going to be August 9th at 7 p.m. And if you follow my Instagram and Mara's Instagram, I'll let you share that information in a moment. You'll see where you can sign up for that. It's totally free. So we just encourage you to, to tune in. What What's nice too is people who come live will get a Q&A at the end. Too. Oh, yeah. With two yeah. coaches, you know, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. We're, we're happy to dive in as much as we can during that time. Well, this has been so fun. Where can people find you? Like I said, I love following you on Instagram. I love your stories. So well, thank you. Everybody should follow. And where can they do that? <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at mara.mcdonald. That is M-A-R-R-A dot McDonald as in the fast food restaurant. <laughs> and that's the best way to connect with me on there. You'll find links to my website and any other ways that you want to work with me and just send me a DM. I love meeting new people. I love meeting friends and just know once you message me, I'm going to be talking your ear off. That's just me. So <laughs> that's perfect. Perfect. All right. I got a couple of rapid fire questions before we wrap up. Oh boy. Are you a morning person or a night person? Oh, night, night, a hundred percent. As we're talking right now, if you guys could see me, I am wearing my pajamas, makeup's running down my face, hair's not brushed, and it is 10.33 a.m. I'm 100% a night person. You look great, you look great. <laughs> all right, paper and pen or all digital? Paper and pen. And I think that's the teacher in me. Yep, love it, love <laughs> it. And you kind of talked about this a little bit already, but what's your favorite way to Favorite way to relax is going for a walk, which isn't really relaxing. Like, I feel like people might laugh at that, but going for a walk, I love that. And then also watching my big brother on CBS, <laughs> <laughs> trashy reality TV shows. That's totally scripted, but I love it. Oh, it, that, that's so good. And I personally, like, sometimes you just need, like, I need a break from music sometimes in the background and so like having like tv on in the background I think can be you know just a change it up 
a little oh, bit. Yeah, I love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and a bath. Baths are really nice. Mm. I love that. Yeah, that's great. Well, this is so fun. Thank you so much. And all the information will be in the show notes. So please follow along and hopefully we'll see you all on August 9th for our training. Yeah. See you guys then. Thank you so much, Chelsea. This has been awesome. Thank you for enjoying another episode of From Overwhelmed to Under Control. I hope you're feeling one step closer to your goals. Don't forget to check out the show notes and follow along on Instagram at Chelsea and Coaching. Talk to you soon.